Welcome to Leadership Reflections, a collection of leadership podcasts by me, Barry Dorr. Today's podcast is entitled, Love What You Do or Keep Looking. I begin with a proposition. People perform better and produce better results when they're passionate about their work. I do think it's virtually impossible to argue with that statement. Think of the times you encounter somebody who doesn't enjoy their work. Maybe a shop assistant, a waiter, a manager somewhere. It even could be your partner or a friend. What do you see? Long faces demotivated, clock-watching, going through the motions, treating you as if you aren't there. Compare that with somebody who loves their job. Smiling, buzzing, positive, going the extra mile. The difference is obvious. The late and great Steve Jobs, founder of Apple, was a really strong advocate of finding work that you love. He said, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking, don't settle. In last week's podcast, we explored Good to Great by Jim Collins. This fabulous work includes a model called the Hedgehog Concept, which was the finding that great organisations were fanatically focused on their purpose. That purpose was driven by three elements. What the company could be best in the world at, what they felt, what they were really passionate about, and what what drove their economic engine. I think this model is perfect to use for any one person as well. Imagine doing a job which met all these criteria. You really were able to do the work to a high standard. You could be best in the world. You were really passionate about the work. It was something you could earn a living from. Uh, you could earn the living you need, which is the economic engine part. If you feel you're there already, if you reach the um, centre of those three interlocking circles already, if you, I'm certain you already love the work you're doing, you're performing to a very high level. Very high level. Consider what happens if any of these three elements aren't right. You might have found a job you're passionate about. You might be great at it, but it doesn't pay you enough to live. No matter how strong the passion is, you just, it just can't work. You have to live. Or, you, or you're very good at it. It pays well, but the passion isn't there. You're not performing to your best. Or it's something you're passionate about. It pays well. But you just can't hit the required standard of work. Unfortunately, that's not sustainable. In each of these examples, only one element was out of kilter, but that was enough to scuttle things. Consider your current job against these three elements. If you know intuitively that what you're doing is missing something, here's your answer. Time to start looking. Passion is a powerful word. For me, it goes well beyond simply enjoying something. It's defined as having or showing strong feelings or beliefs. We want to be engaged at work, and that's just the leader of others who want to ensure they're engaged. Passion only develops at the very summit of engagement. In Little Like Mary, I break engagement down into four dimensions. It helps to explore and explain the question I'm frequently asked. How do I build my team's engagement? The proposition is that we can engage people, and indeed we can be engaged at four different levels. Body, heart, mind and spirit. It starts with engaging the body. It's the entry level. It slots in at the bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. 
When we engage the body, we pay we meet basic needs, we pay a reasonable wage for the job, we supplement that with appropriate terms, conditions and benefits, such as pension provision, maternity leave, holiday days, etc. We provide the basic skills and tools needed to do the job, and we ensure a safe working environment. On their own, these aren't going to build a high level of engagement, but they're essential to get us started. Without reasonable pay and a safe working environment, we can never fully engage. But we can do more, we can also engage the heart. Now we trust people, we treat, them, we treat them with respect. We give them recognition and praise when it's deserved. We create some fun at work. We make coming to work an enjoyable experience. We get to know our people, we listen to them. People feel like, people feel like they're working amongst friends. That's all about creating the right culture and it will build engagement further. But we can also engage people's minds. Now we want to involve our people. We want their ideas on how we could do things better. We seek to give them a career path education opportunities, training to develop their skills, coaching. We give them more freedom within a framework. We set them challenging assignments, we develop them. Done well, this builds engagement even further. Which is a good place to be, but my proposition is that at that point we still haven't reached the highest point of um, engagement. That's where passion really develops. That comes when we engage the spirit. Now people are excited by the purpose of the organisation, by what it's doing, its vision, its work, the difference it makes. They can see how their work, wherever they are in the organisation, is directly linked to what the organisation does. Now they feel they're involved in a noble purpose. And that's the highest form of engagement. And it's here we see true passion. Passionate people believe in their work is important and worthwhile. I'll give you a personal example. I spent the first part of my career in a large corporate. It was a brewing and pub owning conglomerate. I sold beer or ran estates of pubs. The financial rewards and perks of the job were excellent. I was actually paid to drink beer. I had a lot of fun working amongst friends. And at least when, at least when promoted to more senior roles, my mind was called into action. That's all good. It was all enjoyable. But I was never passionate about what I was doing. With the benefit of hindsight, I didn't understand it then. It's now clear that's because my spirit wasn't engaged. Selling beer and running estates of pubs is fun and challenging. But it's not truly making a difference. It's not a noble purpose. I guess I could argue I love those jobs, but it stops short of passion. Now I work for myself. I teach leadership and coach. I primarily focus on helping younger leaders unleash their potential. I think I'm reasonably good at it. It's earned me sufficient income over the last two decades. Most importantly, I truly believe it makes a difference. That's why I'm now deeply passionate about what I do. Let's end by returning to you. Do you love what you do? Are you truly passionate about your work? If the answer is no, or not enough, don't stop looking for it. Find work you're truly passionate about, and do all you can to make it your calling. That's a podcast from me, Barry Dorff, my Leadership Broad Reflections Collection. See you soon.